Mutability. Welcome to Nature's Lead. This is a podcast available at naturesleadcom that both examines and inspires a certain approach towards life that is based both on personal philosophies and on the writings of people such as Emerson and Thoreau. Please send any feedback to info at naturesleadcom or drop a comment onto either the blog or onto iTunes. This is Series 2, Episode 29, Title, Reinventing Intelligence. Welcome again, everyone. In this episode, the idea of intelligence is approached again, and this time I'll look at a movie character who helps flesh out a reinvention. So we'll get to that in a second, but first, today's random window. The other night, I saw the moon's reflection in the road outside my bedroom window, and it made the road look like water. It was a still river reflecting the night's glow along its flattened asphalt waves, like evening glass quieted from the vanished winds of civilized transportation. It's amazing how civilization can sometimes produce the most beautiful scenes. I guess we just have to remember to look for them. On to the main topic, reinventing intelligence. I have talked before about intelligent innocence in episode 4, Leaping Heart. This is the idea that within innocence exists a natural, innate intelligence that we disregard as we mature into that civilized animal society has molded for us over thousands of years. This episode follows in those footsteps and could be considered part 2 to that original exploration. Now I've used the word reinventing in the title, not redefining. This is an important choice. Redefining is speaking to the definition of intelligence. With reinventing, it's as if we are creating something new that is tangible. For instance, the word success might be redefined. That makes sense. But an airplane? Something solid in reality? An airplane is reinvented. Communication is reinvented. A person's life is reinvented. So I want intelligence to be something you can hold in your hands, figuratively speaking. I want it to be something you can hold up to the light and see the translucent music of the rays bouncing through. I want it to be something you can throw in your backpack and take along on a hike. Let us then, for the sake of discussion, Throw out the window some of the traditional examples of intelligence, problem-solving, math, fact regurgitation, and in the tradition of intelligent innocence, how about we start throwing in some things that are, are there inside of us from the beginning, but are buried by situational context and societal traditions, and sometimes family and peer expectations. Here's a clean one. How about we treat people with love and respect? How about we are emotionally intelligent in the way we deal with our fellow human beings? Certainly the idea of emotional intelligence was a buzz topic in academia back in the 90s, but this was meant as a peer to traditional intelligence. They had EQ or something along those lines to parallel IQ. That's too cut and dry for me, and it also legitimizes traditional intelligence to an equal level by acting as if emotional intelligence is quantifiable. I think it's great that people are thinking like this, though, that there is value in how you emotionally approach life, 
And also, I don't want to belittle traditional intelligence either. I've spent a great deal of my life trying to meet the expectations of traditional intelligence. I play the game, absolutely. And it's very often fun. But to me, it is among my most intelligent endeavors to challenge intelligence itself and to open my mind and see what is already there inside us, what is already there in nature. Of course, this isn't something I'm going to conquer in a few minutes on a podcast episode. Now that would take a lot of intelligence. I know, easy joke. No, this endeavor is lifelong. This is something I always think about, and I'm sure many others do as well. It's not something that ends in a white paper or a mission statement. The reinventing of intelligence is an approach to life, an approach to the everyday. Okay, now I'll jump back to our former path I left hanging. I started out with love and respect for our fellow human beings. How about this drastic one? That we react to and trust our initial feelings towards things. I think we all go through the same process. We react deep down to something with our feelings. And then our civilized mind steps into the situation like a father into a room of rambunctious kids. The civilized mind laughs and then puts on a serious face to tell the kids how it's going to be from here on out. The civilized mind isn't the first to the fire because it relies on calculations, whereas the natural feelings within us already exist. They are merely summoned from slumber. Of course, I'll be the first to admit we can't all run around solely reacting to our feelings. This many people can't live together without the civilized rules keeping things orderly. But, as I always say, we're often just trying to be aware of the realities of life. Then we can pick and choose our battles to better ourselves. So I'm not going to continue with a laundry list of good traits. I just wanted to throw a couple out to better set up my literary example. I'm diving back into movies again on this one. There is, without a doubt, one character in film history that displays this intelligent innocence, or a following of natural intelligence, over-relying on traditional intelligence more than any other character. His name is Forrest Gump. Okay. Okay. Hopefully you've blurted out your laugh and haven't turned this off yet. <laughs> That's right. Forrest Gump. I've always said that it's a wonderful fact in life that you can pull significance from almost anything. Something I touch on in the episode entitled Open to Inspiration. Forrest Gump is full of gems that teach valuable lessons. I like seeing mainstream entertainment like popular movies that contain wonderful philosophical ideas simply because I know so many people are being exposed to it. I can easily dig up similar examples in obscure literary works, but there's somehow some feeling of a connection to a larger segment of humanity when I can pull from something so much more commonly shared. Forrest Gump, for those that haven't seen the movie, is portrayed as being very simple-minded, very unintelligent, in the traditional sense. But when challenged about being dumb, he has this great line, Stupid is as stupid does. Absolutely brilliant. This is a brilliant expression. It hearkens to the idea of, judge me as I do, etc. So let's do this. Let's judge Forrest Gump on his actions. At one point in the movie, when he's fighting in the Vietnam War, 
A carpet bombing is ordered for the area of the jungle he's in. He's a really fast runner, so he makes it out safely into the open. But in realizing his fellow soldiers are still back in harm's way, he proceeds to run back and forth, saving each one of them. And he makes it out just as the bombs are exploding behind him. He does something that many might view as unintelligent, but he reacted with his heart, with his feelings. He was saving many people who had little regard for him as a person, but he held a clean love for his fellow human beings. We see the selflessness in many professions that help people, but his is truly poignant because he doesn't even have the traditional intelligence side to be conscious of a decision that is being made. A modern-day firefighter is compelled to act in a selfless way because he wants to save someone. He is driven by the same feelings. But the firefighter is aware of the decision he is making. He knows he is choosing to put himself in harm's way. The beautiful thing with Forrest is that the feelings are raw and unfiltered. There's no decision. There is only reaction to his feelings. What we might call stupid or dumb is really, in Forrest Gump's case, just the lack of layers of society's filters and complicated rule sets. Another example is how throughout the film, he is in love with Jenny, despite the fact that she rejects him, has a drug problem, and would generally be considered a lost cause by many. All he knows is that he loves her, and he never judges her. He always sees her heart deep down and always believes in her. Forrest has pure, innocent, true love for another woman, and there is nothing more beautiful in our emotional lives than that. I wish I could see people like this. Maybe some of you listening have this ability. You can always see the good in people, and you never judge them. Often you see these types of people in a religious capacity or in social work. That is a great gift to have. I catch myself sometimes judging people by all the labels and long catalog of do's and don'ts we so neatly and dutifully file away in wasted brain space. The last example I want to mention, even though there are numerous in this film, is how, no matter how successful he is, he never builds up any arrogance or loses his own personal, simple sense of self. He maintains his raw innocence and blind emotional connection with the world, despite becoming rich and somewhat famous. There's no transformational arc, a phrase I defined in the episode entitled Opened Inspiration, where he begins to become corrupted and then realizes this in the end. This would be a common change in the main character that we see very often. No, Forrest's main transformation is in realizing that he is more capable more valuable, more legitimate in this world of humanity than he had ever thought possible. So this is a victory for the power of intelligent innocence. There's one great moment in the film that brings this to life. One moment where the main character feels like he is somebody, that he fits in, so to speak. Late in the film, he visits Jenny, the love of his life, whom he never could convince to be with him, and he sees that she has had a boy. And she tells him that the child is his because they had slept together once. The look on his face, a wonderful job of acting by Tom Hanks, is something I'll never forget. 
to see this innocent man realize that he had created a child after being told his whole life of his inabilities is a victory for the things that are important in life. It's a victory for raw goodness, for those that stupidly care about all human beings, for those that let their feelings be trusted. In my life, I guess I feel that every day I have to keep up the fight, keep up the necessary effort of reinventing intelligence. That brings us to a close. So until next time, I wish you well, and don't forget to follow nature's lead.